Nice as we can, and if it gets too much, we're gonna. Um, if it does, man, if it does, I have the AC in the other room going. Okay. We'll turn that on. So we can also take a pause and turn. Yeah, off we can take a little. Yeah, that's true. We but cool we never off. do. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good idea. <laughs> I, that's like I can't live without AC. My my apartment's no, always at sixty. You're yeah, in LA, baby. I hear that. Though. You got it. <laughs> Not yeah. really. I hate it. Do you I love, like I love LA? having a car. I love having a car. Oh, Speaking okay. of cars, you were telling us just in a car Oh yeah. What? This is how we're starting things. Yeah. <laughs> you were... No, I was. I was in a car accident last week, and I'm really angry about it because it what? wasn't my fault whatsoever. It right. was like, I listen. I have been in car accidents before that were totally my fault, and <laughs> not since I was young. But like, when theoretically, I was... totally his fault. No, they weren't yeah, even right? settled. No. no, they were <laughs> legally my fault. There was like, no way totally around dusted. this. <laughs> like, we're good now. But Geico um, showed up, and they were like, yeah. "Come on, man." Yeah, totally. No, um. But this one was not my fault, and I was driving down my main road, like I, and then some car from like a random, um, a random other apartment building just reversed from his driveway into Ooh. my car while I'm passing. It's like a yeah, it's like a cutaway scene from Family Guy. Yeah, and so, but it's my just God. like, first off, it's um, it like it has to be his fault because he was in reverse. But secondly, uh-huh. he came out of nowhere. And so then his mom was in the car with him and uh-huh. she comes up to me and she's like taking pictures of the damage. She's taking pictures yeah, of you. Yeah, she's taking pictures of my car. <laughs> Can I get an and, autograph? Right? But then she's like, hey, things like then this. She says, then she says, um, she goes, sorry, my son's getting the insurance information and he's on the phone with my other son. He's a cop. And I'm like, Bitch, he still hit my car. <laughs> I don't care if he's a cop. Like, this is what happened. And so then the son comes back and he's like, he's he, like my dad. The first thing he says is, Did you see me pulling fired. out? And I was like, No. <laughs> I was like, I didn't see you pulling out. You should have seen me. Yes, this is all a part of my plan. Right, exactly. You and caught me, goes, Buster. And then he goes, he goes, um, well, there was a Jeep in the way. And I said, not my problem, dude. I literally said, I said, you hit my car. It couldn't couldn't have been that in the way if it hit you. Right, exactly. I was like, exactly. What's more in the way? This Jeep that you can't see anything or me? Also, if the mom's in the car, have her get out and tell him when to go. Right? Like, there's Uh, there's a solution here. It sounds like a couple of sons of cops. (laughs) Really. And then, but then I was like, I think my car's like, banged up but okay and so i started driving it on the uh, highway and then wind starts coming through the door because <laughs> there's a hole in the door and so i'm like i'm like oh shit this is not okay and i'm not gonna be like one of those people who can take a plastic bag yeah the duct tape yeah no, yeah the garbage yeah, no. the garbage thing. so starting but the Fred craziest Fred part of all of this your- <laughs> craziest part of all of this is that i had signed up for car insurance that morning oh that that's morning. Su- that's I had good. Dealt with it that morning. What? So I was covered. So you summoned it. I know, right? I literally, <laughs> but it was crazy because I was on my parents' insurance until then, and I was like, you know what? It's about time. I'm just going to do this. Uh-huh. Independent. Yeah, and so I did, but um, yeah, I'm really pissed about it because for the past week, I've been driving. This is going to sound like so spoiled, and I don't mean to be spoiled, but for some. <laughs> my Lambert. Bells and Whistles podcast, right? No, yeah. <laughs> no, but for some, like. 
for some background, I have horrible arthritis in both of my hips. Oh, like horrible, oh dear. Ter- terrible pain 24 seven. Okay. And it's, <laughs> no, it's unbearable. God. But <laughs> I was, um, they put me in this little Corolla and it's really bad for my legs. Like I don't have enough space oh, sure, to like stretch right. my legs. Of course. And my car that I drive normally is an SUV. So I'm a little higher up and yeah. it's just you better for my legs. Right, and sure. so <laughs> I was driving this Corolla around town by myself, but I was in so much pain yeah. that I'd be driving just going, <laughs> just in so much pain, <laughs> just screaming on the highway because I was in a horrible, horrible pain. And <laughs> it was just like, the weirdest fucking thing. You still do that sometimes? <laughs> I never do this except for when I'm in a tiny Corolla and I'm in so much pain that all I can do is scream to get out the tension. Actually, that's going to be the cold open. <laughs> Max <laughs> Talisman, everybody! Today we have a very special guest. We, we have a go very special guest, everybody, on the Bells and Whistles podcast. We got Not a, only is he a actor, writer, uh, director, uh, a, a filmmaker. <laughs> that sounds fancier. <laughs> filmmaker. Um, a member of, a member of Connecting Talent Company. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> where, where we all no, met and you're, one day. Uh, you're, you're not only uh, all those things, and also um, something of a uh, positive inspiration for gay youth everywhere. It's true. Well, I've seen this. So, yeah. I, I've Any seen other this philanthropy around? that you ever do? Um, I actually, I mean, I'm starting to get more involved in. There's uh, absolutely no pressure to answer. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, but I'm starting to get. Um, I want to be involved um, with MS and MS research. My sister, my twin sister, has MS. So uh, oh, I'm trying oh. to be as involved with that as I can. And um, also, arth- you know, arthritis. Because yeah. obviously I suffer from it, and so do many, many others. So, Why are you, man? I'm trying to do my best. You really you know, are. A humanitarian. We tried to. The world's kind of fucked, guys. I, I mean, like, you just, you, you have to, like, help as much as you can because, like, so many people don't want to. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it someday. Yeah. Yeah. Max fucking talisman. talisman. There we go. Oh, my God. Movie star. Where you know, are you? icon on the rise. I know. It's true. It was, how long have we known each other? What? What do you want to say? Um, I don't know. It's, I mean, like, the safe thing seems like 10-ish years. Yeah, somewhere like that, right? Yeah, yeah the, the safe thing seems like 10 years or so. Yeah. I mean, because I, I met you both before I even moved to New York, I feel like. I think so. It's think all through the so Facebook too. page. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Facebook so, page. We were all had the same manager, and we were ever, all... Yeah, we all had the same manager. That's little, how we Little, little childhood yeah. Were you ever at the Starlight Foundation? Were you? No, <laughs> I never did that because um, I didn't <laughs> want oh, not a true philanthropist. <laughs> not, not a true philanthropist, then. <laughs> no, I, I didn't live in New York like you guys, so I didn't, oh, sure. I didn't, I didn't get roped into it. Yeah, oh, I, I suppose. No, that's I volunteered. You volunteered. <laughs> we were both hosts in. of the Starlight Foundation. I know. I was, what like, was, I was a six-time host. What was it called? Stupid. It was like the, the Starlight Spring Sing. Spring Sing, right? It was in, wasn't it in Ripley Greer? Sure yeah. was. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like all good things are. <laughs> Listen, my first like introduction to like where I met Jody was Ripley Greer. Of course. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, for no, everybody who doesn't know, Jody, Jody Prusan runs a, uh, a connecting talent agency. But this isn't about Jody Prusan. She gets, she gets her own She gets her own. Oh, you guys got to have her point. here. Please. <laughs> we'll bring Please. her on. We'll, we'll have her. We'll, we'll have bring her on one of we'll these days. How you been, buddy? I feel like I haven't seen you in f- at least four years, probably five, maybe six. 
Well, time doesn't really exist anymore. No. I mean, I'm 22 still for the past, you know, seven years. From so. what I understand, you have it. You figured it out. I did. I figured it out. No, but I feel like the last time I saw you was yeah. at the rooftop thing. The rooftop. For take oh, three. Oh, for take three. There you are. Or were you at the, the Christmas party that The year? Christmas party. It was the Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. with Curtis yeah. and everything. We should have Curtis. Yeah. That was yeah. So you at, the, at Jody's Bark Mitzvah. I, I saw you at the Bark Mitzvah. Uh-huh, yeah. But I also, we, we, we filmed a little-known film together. We did film a little thing called Things Like This. Things which Like is This. coming out soon. Um, when is it coming out? Well, we are uh, figuring it out right now. <laughs> it depends. I mean, honestly, like, we're an independent film, so it kind of yeah. depends on which festival, you know, is super excited to have us. And, right, uh, sure. That's where we'll uh, premiere it and then kind of go from there. All right. Um, All right. So let's, since we're already kind of di- dipping our fingers, in, also feel free to have your drink if you'd like, if you'd so choose. I will. I don't know if you even want. That. It looks amazing. It's it it's, looks gigantic. It's too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Regardless, trying to get everybody already knows who up. you. Everybody already knows who you are. But like for the for the, for the, the strange, <laughs> the strange little man under a rock somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> strange. As in, like he comments every percent of yeah. Americans <laughs> you don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are. You set out. Yeah, you, you started out on thing. Uh, you started out on things like this way back when, mm-hmm. when you were still living here. But mm-hmm. it was originally kind of a pivot from another TV series that you were making. Yeah. Uh, it, so it was a pivot from the series Max Out, which mm-hmm. uh, Ephraim went to every reading and was a part of every reading. And so, I wear that. I actually introduce that when I go on auditions. I say that. Do you really? <laughs> No. I was in Max Out. <laughs> I say I was at. I wasn't even in Max Out. I was in every reading of Max Out. <laughs> yeah, true. You played like every role though. I know. I really. Yeah, you really did. Yeah, no. Um, but Max Out was like you know this very beginning of um me trying to see if even writing was a possibility or yeah. something that I could yeah. try to pursue because it's hard. Yeah, and a it's lot so of painful. people. Um, a lot of people, you know try to do it and it just isn't a fit it just isn't yeah. a fit no yeah. matter how hard you try that it's was the a case skill with us. That's, it's a skill that's <laughs> like it's even hilarious people are not always good right at writing. For writing comedy it yeah. just doesn't work in the same way um so max out and all the readings were for me to kind of hear my work hear what worked um and even see if you know it was the type of thing where i could pursue it in any way and yeah. i think it became clearer to me as we went down the path of max out that uh no one was gonna hire a first-time writer to create a tv show yeah it's just yeah, it's not yeah. it's the fact of how the business works and um i'd been you know hold on i am gonna steal some water actually sure, some. i'd been yours. um it's all take a little it's all it's, it's all take, take a, a hey, hey. <laughs> cheers to us <laughs> <clears throat> I'd been like pretty I'd started realizing the fact that there weren't a lot of um gay romantic comedies that were really funny and sure. um mm-hmm. also where they didn't really deal with coming out like it wasn't it wasn't part of the conversation yeah. it wasn't they weren't you know just adults going through their lives and also the the demographic of young people now, like people in their twenties to their thirties. I just, even now I don't see that content even coming out. And I'm so excited that there have been 
romantic comedies in the queer space, especially in the last year. I mean, we have Fire Island. We have Bros, yeah. which is coming out. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I loved Fire Island, and I'm looking forward to seeing Bros. But I... They just aren't the same space of that time in your life. And yeah. I think the thing that, you know, we can all attest to in this time of your life is that we don't really know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, and like, yeah. especially in falling in love and everything, it's so uniquely terrifying at this age yeah. that I wanted to explore that. in, um, And also with, I mentioned that it doesn't have to deal with coming out of the closet, but the truth is that the closet has ramifications for years. Yeah. Just with course. how you've had to hide things, how you've had to be. Yeah. Right. And so <clears throat> it's always going to have an impact on those characters. Yeah. Even years later. Let's and, take a step um, back. Yeah. Just because I think this is all great, but I'm interested in you start, you, you start writing max out. It's still on, it's still in your pocket for when yeah. you're, you, you, you come a time where you feel like it's, it's, it's ready to be seen. Yeah. When do you feel like it clicks in your head that this is something that you not only can do, but you do well? Is there a moment when you're writing Max Out, when you're writing things like this? It was, it um, the moment was when I met Buzz Koenig, who's the producer who I've worked with on both projects. Yeah. And, um, how'd you meet him? I met him through Jody, actually. She okay, had worked. Cool. With him uh, on a yes. short that on went the to board. Tribeca on the board. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to the board. Uh, uh, fan, you know, long time fan of the podcast, one time or occasional guest, uh, Gus Bernie. Oh, who's yeah, that? Uh -huh. Star, star. Yeah. <laughs> he said, who's that? <laughs> who's that? <laughs> I don't know. I just pointed at him. I said, sister. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah. but um, sure. yeah, so it was once Buzz got involved because this is someone who was an executive at Focus for like six years and, you yeah. know, just had been in the business for much longer than I had. And so sure, sure. someone with that um, experience believed in my work and it was like, okay, well then I should work a lot harder at it and yeah. should, you know, really put in more effort into it. And um, that's when it became a reality of like, I could pursue this in some way. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't, I don't think I knew exactly how it was yet, but it was like, I need to kind of put right. my best foot forward. Yeah. So, a lot yeah. of, so again, I, I've said this before, our target audience is essentially people who are struggling. Uh, a, a, right? lot of, struggling a lot of, a lot of, like, people right. that are living in a couple of cardboard boxes. So, <laughs> so you, <laughs> you got said, this plugged into their phone. Again, and I, I would be, because I want to know, when yeah. you say it, like, you felt like you had to work harder at it. Yeah. What did that materialize as? What did that mean? I think it meant, like, you start to take the possibility more seriously, which means that the work has to be at a higher level, uh, right? So you have to be harder on yourself in terms of what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Right. You have to be more honest with yourself on what works and what doesn't. Um, you have to be make yourself uncomfortable in getting feedback that sometimes doesn't feel great. Okay. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. And knowing that at the end of the day, it's going to lead to a better product. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, and I think at the end of the day, you really just have to, at no, you have to not give up. Like, you have to keep yeah. going even in moments where it feels really fucking tough. Because the thing is, no matter who you are in this industry, you're going to start getting 100 no's before you get a yes. That's just how it is. Oh, yeah. You don't have to tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and hey, doesn't hurt to be a handsome little feller now, does it? <laughs> Are you talking to him or me? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about myself. Oh. 
I was like, is that another reference? Yeah. What's the reference? This is this is a sidebar. Yeah. What's the reference that you said to me that time that I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, uh, uh, Casey Jr. coming down the track. You ever heard of Casey Jr. coming down? You never the heard track? that before, right? No. What the fuck is that from? I was in a terrible mood. He forced. It, it, I, you know. I want to say once a month, but it's probably one averaging 1.5 times a month. Ephraim forces me to do something that I don't want to do. <laughs> he forces me. He sucks me into something on a Saturday afternoon, and this was 90 degrees, and I didn't want to be there. Is it one of his tours? It, no, no, no. It wasn't a tour. Oh, it was, it was something. So much that will be the next thing. <laughs> I, I, you gave him the, for next quarter. He's got, he's got something. And I forget. I, we were at a Starbucks, and I was we sweating my ass off. Yeah. No, well, you were, what was it? No, it was that – I. Ever, we were all running late, and you, uh, I was getting there, and you might have already been there, and yeah. and you were like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "Don't worry, I'm on my way." Casey Junior's coming down the track, and it fucking infuriated me because <laughs> I was like, I don't, "I don't, it's know a what reference to an old Looney Tunes cartoon." Of course, there was a little kid. Of there was a, a short that they did, which was based off of a song that was like an old Americana song. Casey Junior's coming down the track. To be fair, I quote Thirty Rock at like. An every other word type of thing. So, like, I get it. Like, I, I, no, but I think, yeah, I think it is a little bit more socially acceptable. Say, I don't. I think it's funny that you just allege that <laughs> Ephraim's Thirty Rock is Looney Tunes. Hey. <laughs> but like Looney Tunes from 1933. That's uh, it's specialty. It's the best part is that you assumed he'd get it. You know, that's the best part. It's that you. That just, was what I was so surprised. That's that's the best part. I'm not very well read. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but I'm sorry to interrupt. No, we're gonna we're gonna get back to you. I am gonna take off my. Well, maybe there's something to be said out of this. This is something. Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Uh huh. I have my new Roscoe's chicken and waffles uh, hoodie here. Uh huh. I wear this. I have. Um. This is new, but I often I have a lot of Roscoe's attire. I have another. I have a shirt that has this on here. What's your angle here? My angle is on the back. On the back. Says death before dishonor, <laughs> which is the what? slogan of the U.S. Marines. <laughs> Whoa! What episode of Looney Tunes was that on? Tell us, bud. Are you like leading that into an LA thing, or no, no? I just happened. I had this, and I was surprised that it had both on there. Oh. So, and I was a little scared that it was maybe a little Trumpy. Um, I don't know. I'm taking it off. That's okay. Now. When we were filming things like this, we had this uh -huh. one. Um, like camera person who was the sweetest, sweetest guy. Yeah, it was just so nice. And then one day, someone was like, "He was like, he's wearing a QAnon sweatshirt." Oh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" Like, it's really unfortunate because he's a good dude. Yeah, but just like doesn't he's, get it. He's not welcome back. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. <laughs> he no. was a little misguided, huh? Yeah. All right. Sure. And enough with all yes, this. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to have other uh, side We're, we're going to we're going to if you if you know if death before dishonor is trumpy or not, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> let us know in the comments. Come on. Um, also but, buy a t-shirt. Buy a t-shirt. Get your own bells and whistles. Get your own get your own bells and whistles death before dishonor. Yes, <laughs> we can make this. Uh, we can. Would you buy one? <laughs> we'll we'll make one for you. Um, yeah, I'm a philanthropist. There you go. You get a tax write off. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, we're part of the we're part of the MS organization. <laughs>
<laughs> um, okay. <laughs> what were we talking about? We're talking, we're talking about, about. So you you figured out that you're that writing is not only something that you're interested in doing, but it's something that you do well. Yeah. You know where things like this comes from, and you start you start making it. Can you tell us a little bit about how? you got those first steps towards making your own independent movie because everybody wants to mm -hmm. know that. Well, it's always the thing of like what comes first, cast yeah. or money. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's really what it comes down to because you really can't have one without the other. Yeah, and right. It's impossible to do both. But um, at the time I was uh, working with um, the people at my agency, Sovereign Talent, and we Great. were able to get some talent through Sovereign. And then the big thing was that I um, I was in a movie called Super Dark Times, and uh, my friend from it, Charlie Tahan, who, or Tahan. Yeah. The thing is, you can say it either way. He, that, he doesn't, doesn't sound like much of a friend. Huh? <laughs> no, 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 he is. He is. He's, he's literally... Yeah. No, he's I a great. Him, I know you guys are death. very close. Yeah. yeah. But um, he... Uh, he, he, you know, he was on Ozark. Yeah. And, um, because who was of that, he on Ozark? He's uh, Wyatt. 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 Oh, he's Wyatt. Yeah, he's Wyatt. Yeah. yeah. Wyatt. So Daddy. he, um, <laughs> he agreed to do. He he loves the script or loved. I guess loves it still exists. So he loves the script. <laughs> and, um, he had one is there point a really unfortunate love. like turn of events. No, at the no, end no, of no. This? It's just like it's a movie now. <laughs> yeah. So is it still a script? You yeah. know what I mean, I don't know. But he loves it, and so he he agreed to do the movie a long, long time ago. But uh, having Charlie on board, and then having the people who were able to get who um, were on, some of them were actually unfortunately unable to do the movie at the end. Anyway. Yeah, but, but, but they were able to help you get some right, money. They were yeah. able to help us get some financing. And, you know, we made a promise, promise, promise. We made a promise <laughs> to our investors, which was, listen, like if we're unable to secure these people because of scheduling, because of anything like that, yeah. then we will get someone. We'll get who, you a gift card. <laughs> right, but it's like equal or equal or higher value. Yeah, Someone yeah. who brings just as much to the film. Cache. Um, yeah, cash, and also honestly, someone who excited me as a filmmaker. Like I'm not gonna yeah. at the end of the day work with people who I don't think are gonna bring the best version of that role to the screen. Yeah, and um, we just ended up like lucking out and got this insane cast. It's a great cast. Yeah, and Seriously. so, um. Jackie Cruz, who came in and and she's she's probably the the third lead. She came in and she just blew me away every day. And it was the type of thing where it was like, now I can't imagine anyone else ever playing that role. Yeah, like yeah. she was so good and um so committed. And um, but she was a last minute thing. Like we we lost That's the actress crazy. who was playing that role. Wow. And. Jackie had had twins 30 days before. And we sent her an offer <laughs> to her agent. And Jackie had just messaged her agent saying, like, I want to get back to work. Yeah. And she loved the script. And she was like, I'm doing it. And so 30 days after having twins, Jackie comes up to New Jersey. She was staying um, with her family a little south. And she comes up and she filmed for five days. It was unreal. That's crazy. And she was just performing at a very, very fucking high level. Now so, I say you said, she's got to be a lunatic. Like, That's a little bit of a, impressive. A, a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, I know you say third, third lead, first two, obviously you and Joey. Yeah. And um, Joey. And, and, and fourth, 
Probably what me? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. Eve was in the movie. Yes, that's the little trap. The little trap card we you set have there. To see it now. Yeah, you have to see it now. I am in the movie. I'm not going to tell you what I play until you watch. <laughs> but I will, I'll say it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I know. Well, and you just saw it. So I great. saw the scene. It's a well, funny you just scene. Saw it. Yeah. I, I'd say it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie too. <laughs> it's the only one you've seen. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually my least favorite. It's also my least favorite. Yeah. No, I mean the the thing is we were just the whole cast is you know, it's stupendous and I could go through and name each person, but that'd be a boring podcast. So um Yeah, I think you underestimate how boring this podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, no, I mean yeah. <laughs> you're like Max, no, don't start talking. <laughs> I need some filler. <laughs> Just give me like five or ten. <laughs> no, 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 but we were working with people who I was like We're great. Yeah. I was just really kinda floored to be working with. Yeah. Um, it does have to be so fucking fulfilling to like from start to end, from like like literally just start typing in fucking final draft or yeah. notes or whatever. Yeah. And see it through at like a fucking really like high professional level. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's gotta be like a trippy fucking experience. It's it's super trippy and it's the type of thing where you almost can't think about it while yeah. it's sure, happening. Sure. You're not gonna be able to digest it for yeah, years. You, you can't. Yeah. So um you have to kind of keep just chugging along and making yeah, this right? happen. Just being like, oh, this is normal life. It's just, Fingers I mean, crossed. like, the thing is, it's, it's you know, hopefully the first of many. So that's what sure, you try to of convince yourself of. And uh, because of that, it makes, like, the process a little easier. And also, if you're doing, you know, acting, writing, directing, and producing, oh my God. you kind of don't have time to fuck anything up. I know. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> You're doing so, thing to thing. So, can you tell yeah. us a little bit how you juggled all those hats? Because you were seriously, this movie is you in a in a in a plastic bag. You know, it's you know, it's, <laughs> it's take home. Me. It's take home. Yeah. You, you know, let's. Um, one major thing that I would say helps me throughout like my day to day life is that I don't really get angry. Like I don't. I'm oh, not someone who like really lets small things bother them. Sure. Which, uh, is really good in this business to be because I just let small things kind of slide off. Yeah. Were you always um, like that? No. I'm not asking as for a, a friend. No, 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 I was not. Um, <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but um, like Danny, who's um, my uh, producer who I work Malibu with, Bro. Malibu Bro, vice president, uh -huh. and Danny Chavriaga, who was a producer on this film and um, is uh, my best friend. He told our producers who we were working on the film with while we were building it, he was like, you're never going to see Max mad and you're going to be really confused <laughs> and you're going to be like, how is this guy not mad? Uh -huh. And he's just not going to be. And there were like, listen, every film is going to have moments <laughs> where you're going to just kind of be like, I need, no, not even that I'm angry, but I need to kind of set the tone. Yeah. Right. right. If you're the director, you need to just make sure that like people aren't walking over you because you're a nice person. Sure. Seriously. And so there were times where I had to make sure that that was happening, but Oh, um, well, you got to uh, tell us one time. Can you tell us? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Nobody's, I, you know, people, he, people are fast forwarding through the podcast. Yeah. Come on. You know, it's whatever. We, won't, we don't have to showed up on set one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it, it honestly, nothing to do with actors, really. It's more uh -huh. so that because I was, um, you know, doing so many things that sometimes I felt like things, they would go over things my head like and this. communicating things that needed to be communicated. <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah. hear you. And so I 
halfway through the shoot had to kind of be like, no, you need to communicate these things to me. Like, this is not the type of thing where we can just say, oh, it's it's daylight outside when I was told it was going to be nighttime. I need to know that. Yeah, right. exactly. And um, that's a specific story. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, but that's, I mean, that's... Yeah. that's and it's perfectly reasonable. It's perfectly... Yeah. I mean, like, you're the director, and also this is your movie, and, like, right. if they're going to change something like that on you... you right, have to, it's, it's yeah, just the type of thing okay. that I have to be prepared for, and yeah. that I don't want to walk into not knowing. You don't want to be surprised. And then, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. The, that's the type of thing. It's just making sure that you set the tone enough that people don't do that. Yeah. And um, so once in a while, you have to kind of just... Yeah, like, you got to you know, Was this the first it. thing that you ever directed? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, film, yeah. Yeah. I, I've directed theater before. Okay. Um, okay. In high school and some in college, but this is the first time I've ever directed film. Okay, two questions. Okay. One, how would you... I don't know which one I want first. One, how would you rate yourself as a director? Do you think you do you think you're a nightmare to work with? <laughs> you know, that that's one question. And yeah. then the second question As someone who he's directed. <laughs> yeah. What do no, you no, no. think? No, fuck you. I don't give a shit about you. You'll, you'll be on next episode. <laughs> you're always here. Is there anything that you would do differently? Some something you learned as a director that you're yeah. like, oh, um, I learned to have a casting director the whole time. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, learned, I, I learned that um, because we we did a lot of the casting through ourselves, and then uh, we were kind of stuck when people couldn't, you know, like had to drop out of certain out things. And, stuff, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we were incredibly lucky to get Katharina. Katharina. I love her. <laughs> I'm sorry that I screwed up her name for a second. I, I love her to death. Katharina Eggman who was uh, the VP for CBS New York for 12 years. Cool. And um, oh. she, she actually also just had a baby and was coming back to work. I and... guess you have to have a baby to get cast. <laughs> <in> a... <laughs> that might be what <laughs> it is. is. To get it, to get it. It's just uh, it's it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, uh, she was way. just coming back to work, and um, she had worked with Buzz Koenig in the past. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. we, we were able to make that connect, and she was able to kind of just come in and clean up this mess that we had and uh, luckily locked down the cast that we needed. And I would hire her day one of a project now. And I'm not yeah. not just a casting director, but I want to work with her with specifically her, because like I a good casting working director. with her. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would hire the casting director day one. That is the number one thing I would do. If you have any money whatsoever, you put it towards casting. Wow. And, I, I've um, heard, they, they, you know, the old saying is that like 90% of directing is casting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's definitely what I would say. And you want a casting director who's going to listen to you, but is also going to tell you, Max, you need to like, or whoever you are, but you need... No, they should call me Max. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you need to um, take yourself out of this in a way and just make the right decision. Sometimes you really want something that's not going to work out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And you're pushing for something that's not necessarily needed. And there is, there's time constraints and you have to have someone telling you, um, these time limits are coming up and you need to have someone in these parts. You yeah. want one thing, but you need another. Exactly. Yeah. And you need, you need someone to kind of say that. To yeah. You. Just and, like um, a relationship. Rate <laughs> myself as a director. I was really lucky that I had, um, at least for my first project, an associate director. Okay. Um, Mike Matujak, who was, went to film school, which I didn't, and has worked as 
a film director and editor and cinematographer and just knew things about the technicalities of film that I didn't as um, kind of a novice coming into this on more of the acting performance and art side. Okay. And um, he's an incredible writer and artist too, but he was able to fill in the gaps on what I needed to learn. And so I didn't feel kind of out to sea when, um, when it was, you know, me and also he's a friend of mine and having a friend of yours behind the camera when you are in front of it was really was great because That's gotta be you have light, someone who night and day. Right, right, right. Yeah. You have someone who's like, Do I need to watch that cut that take? And if if Mike was like, No, then I'd be like, Okay, cool. Yeah. Um but I would say I was just having that at least for the first time was something that was really needed and it did like he, he taught me things, um our cinematographer taught me things. Our second AD taught me things. Yeah. And I was just kind of learning the things that I needed to um, and filling in the gaps that I would need to fill in. So, I mean, listen, I'm the type of person who thinks that you can always do better. You can always learn and you yeah, can always yeah. try harder. So I would never give myself a super high grade because I always think you should be improving. But um, so an A minus. But I'm proud. No, I'm proud of the work <laughs> yeah, I did as a first. Yeah. Director. No, seriously. Yeah. Of course. The thing that always I, I'm. Everything you just said made so much sense to me because I always feel I've never directed anything, <laughs> but I there there must be like a language barrier when you approach it from like a strictly performance thing yeah. because yeah. there's like there's like a, there's so many technicalities yeah like like it's it's a fucking like, it's almost a it's almost angle <laughs> it's all it's a fucking science what they're doing it's like what's a camera what's a camera <laughs> <laughs> No, no I, I, one thing that I did have, though, was, yeah. uh, and something that's super important, is I, I had the ability to talk to actors and to work with actors uh, as, like, a collaborator. Yeah. yeah. And that's something that in the past I've felt was um, not not always at the forefront of other directors. And yeah. I knew that this 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 specific film was really performance driven and that's kind of why I was like, okay, I will direct it because I knew that the main thing was about getting the comedy and getting the beats right. Yeah. And getting the yeah. Emotions right. And, um, I knew that if I hired the right team, I could create what I needed in the things I liked. Yeah. Was yeah. it ever a conversation for you not to direct it? Oh, like years and years ago. Okay, it was. okay. Yeah, but I, I mean, I had interviewed some directors, and it was just this type of thing where it was like, I know that it's, it's, it's tough to give up something that you're so close to. Right. Yeah. But it's also, um, I'm, I'm someone who believes the number one thing in this business is that you have to trust your instincts. Like that is what mm. I remind myself every day. Trust okay, your instincts, right. because. I mean, even when you meet someone, you're like, oh, I don't, there's something about you that I don't want to work with. You have yeah. to trust that. Because yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, that's going to be the right thing. Yeah. And um, I just trusted my instincts that I needed to be the one to tell that story. And um, hmm. so I, I did push at the end for me to direct, but it was, it made it harder to get like financing and to get people so, to, yeah. you know invest and to trust it because I'm a first time director and yeah. um it, it's it's really hard in this business because people don't want to give inexperienced people a chance. Yeah. And yeah. um it's but a huge, at the same time you know you need a chance to prove you're not inexperienced. Yeah. And no, so exactly. it's no it's very gatekeepery. It's very yeah, yeah exactly. So 
I think I was lucky that we found investors who were willing to kind of dive in with that. Um, yeah. But I, I also realize how uh, fortunate that is. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, it's very... So let me piggyback off of you there, unless you have another question. You I do. Another? I want to just... I, I'll All right. Piggyback All right. off of this. Yeah. But I do... I do... We would how be, big is your dick? <laughs> 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 that's for a different podcast yeah, it's, 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 you have to go to Patreon for that yeah. <laughs> that's the balls and whistles podcast <laughs> uh, we would be remiss if we didn't because you keep talking about how like um, finding the investors yeah that's the missing piece yeah. for so many people yeah what's that process like trial and error yeah. I think is the main thing like it really is just this kind of thing of calling people and just really presenting your project and yeah. hoping that some somewhere huh. it's going to land. And, um, you know, it, it's a lot of trial and error. A lot of people don't want to give equity, especially these days. Yeah. And equity yeah. is obviously the easiest way to finance something because, uh, you don't owe anyone money at the yeah. end of the day. You just owe them a good product. Right. And, uh, we were, able through like you know various personal connections and um even familial connections on my part we were able to raise some money and okay. that was what was important was yeah uh, just get people to believe in it and um i'm really grateful that uh the people in my life uh pushed for me to other people and were willing to you know be like take but you got the this. goods that's yeah. the thing you got yeah, the goods no, exactly. so it, yeah. you know but that yeah, that is true. Example. It's it's the kind of thing where you you really just have to put yourself out there. Yeah, I and mean, when you, have you to, when the product is good, you'll find a way. You're going to be swinging yeah. a lot, right? Yeah, and so you just have to make sure that your product's good because at some point you're going to take you're going to yeah. hit it. So you'll be up at thing. that. Yeah, it's true. But that's the type of thing. That's what I was talking about earlier when we mentioned you know working hard and not giving up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you have to be making sure that your product is always. The always, yeah. So you have yeah. to always be working on it. You have to always make sure that the it's the best it could be. Yeah. No, man. I feel oh, like yeah. That. yeah. So I'm going to piggyback you, off of this directing, these, this idea of directing, right? Piggyback. Um, say, and this can be as this is, can be as quick or as long as you want it to be. Um, mm -hmm. say the things like this, uh, smash hit, <laughs> smash hit at the box office. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, they come to you and they're like, and, and all of a sudden you got ten new little kids on the block. They come to you like, this is my script. Would you please direct it? Now it's not going to have you in it, and you didn't write it. Would you direct it? Would you be interested in something like that? Um, I've. Or is this I've still been, like a, a vehicle for you? That have been brought up. Like yeah, that, yeah. I've been asked about. Um, and it's uh, it's an interesting question because yeah. I think what originally drew me to this business was acting, of course, and then writing, and yeah. then directing. Yeah. So it was like. <laughs> The fact that um, you know I'm being thought of as a director um, now is new to me, and uh, yeah. I love it. Like I love directing, but I love acting and I love writing. And I, <laughs> love, I love. I think the thing is that's I like being able to stretch all my creative muscles. Sure, and so sure. when you like pick one, it's tough for me to kind of just be like, yeah, yeah. I'm just doing this one thing because I want to be involved in as much as I can be. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so I think the answer is if the project was right Respect and if I felt you. like I could do it in the best way, if I was the best choice, 
Okay. Then I would say yes. So the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. Uh, okay. All right. Yes. How about this? How about this? Same vein. Honoring your question. Yeah. I'm a guy. I want or a girl or whoever. I want you to read my script. Yeah. How do I get Max Talisman to read my script? You can send your script to Malibu Bro Pro P R O uh, at oh. gmail.com. Oh. Anyone can. We were looking for projects, so like, please. Yeah. Please send us. Like, we are actively looking for things to work on. How do you feel about podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're looking for anything. Like, send us this podcast. I don't know, but like, that's the truth. We are. Oh, buddy, if you don't think that we have fifty scripts, <laughs> we're we're excited to like you know flex our muscles now that we have something and yeah. be able to yeah, cool. hopefully expand on that. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously, like we uh. We like to um, focus on scripts and projects of underrepresented people, but uh, <laughs> so so you guys go, so you guys, so you guys shut up. So you guys, <laughs> but that being said, everyone deserves a chance, <laughs> even straight white guys. So, uh, so sweet. Uh, that was that was beautiful. <laughs> Writer, director, <laughs> actor, and delicious. politician, politician, politician. <laughs> politician. Well done. One of the things we I did well, grow up in DC. So. Yeah, of course, of well course. Done. One well of the done. things when we ask because we like to offer drinks to everybody that's here, and uh, Max said, "Max said, can you get me something fruity and delicious?" And I haven't even tried it. <laughs> and oh, you can have it if you want, or don't have it. <laughs> he, did, he did say Smirnoff and strawberry. And I that's used, what these are. I know and you found that. It's eighties. Wait, that can't be right. <laughs> 80% no, 8 percent. Look, it looks like 87. No, it's you're absolutely yeah, right. It looks like 87. Yeah, we like high uh, high volume over here. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Now I want to get into what people actually really want to see. And what's that? In this. Cuz your story, the things like this which you you told you gave us kind of the elevator pitch before. It's this new it's a new kind of thing that we feel like we don't see like too much. In the in the realm is like I don't know a, a a gay story that's not about coming out. It's yeah. just about us as people, right? Yeah. Um. So what I'm wondering is you have all these because I've read the script. You have all these people uh, that you go out with, all these guys in the very beginning, or or don't you at some in things point, like this in things like this, or maybe at one point you did in things like this. It, it's uh, I start You've off. Come with up, one you come up. You have you have a you have a bad relationship. I have yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Ethan, did you read this? Yeah, sorry. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm like, confusing like, it with the Max script out. opens yeah. and you're yeah. a massive yeah. slut. You're, you're a massive <laughs> slut again. I am thinking. I'm confusing it with real life. Um, I what I wanted to know is. How much of this of of Zach's experience in yeah. this is based off of your experience as a guy living in New York? Yeah, because I don't think you dated a guy who was what like who wanted to go to isn't the bit like Denny's is the, is. Oh no is no that's that's the other that's character. the other guy yes. yeah that's the other guy but yes. um I think a lot of it is based off of dating as yeah. a young gay millennial in New York yeah <laughs> and uh, um. I had experiences that I definitely used in my writing, but it, even more so when I was doing Max Out. I think when I was doing Max Out, it was more my life experiences that I would write out okay. to then use as a writing exercise. And then when mm -hmm. I got to things like this, it, was, it wasn't my life, but it was like... 
It was, um, I'm trying to, th- it's like a creative expression of things that could have happened to me. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. 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 So was there like a particular inspiration? You, you got to have like one kind of funny story of a. Of I a have a funny story, but on. it's interesting because it's kind of backwards. Oh. So I wrote something and things like this yeah. that then uh-huh. happened to me months later. Oh. Yeah. I was dating this guy um, who, uh, I don't know if he'd want me to name him. I'm not going to. Okay, he fine. probably would want me to, and that's why I'm not going to. Good. <laughs> so. Screw you, Anonymous. <laughs> um, no, but I was dating this guy, and uh, we were having issues at the time, and uh, we had this horrible, horrible date where we um, went across, we like crossed all the way across town, and it was so hot, and I hadn't eaten. And so I passed out into this booth, not like, I was so close to fainting. Okay. Made him get me a salad. Yeah. Came to life. And he was on Tinder across the table from me on a date. And oh. that's not the part that I wrote about. Okay. But the, the part I wrote about was that we went to the park the next day. Yeah. Oh, no, the same day. We went to the park an hour later, which is the park we actually ended that's up That's crazy you, that you're close to passing out and he makes you go to the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but we went to the park right across the street, Madison Square Park. And, uh... And I'm, like, trying to talk to him, and he goes, nope, and puts in his headphones and walks away, <laughs> goes to the train. <laughs> and, and Zach Mandel does that in my script. I wrote it. Yeah. Like, he does that. He gets, and not it with not with my character, but with his best friend, he gets in a talk about he emotions does, yes. where he doesn't want to talk about emotions, so instead he puts in his headphones and walks away. Wow. Oh my yeah. God. You manifested a I terrible manifested breakup a terrible for thing. That's so sad. Actually, we didn't break up then. It went on and off for <laughs> oh. like another year and a half. But <laughs> regardless, I might try that technique with you. <laughs> yeah. It works. We start with the next week's podcast. You say, nope. <laughs> you I just delete your audio you track. You really can't fight with it. No, yeah, I suppose nothing. so. It's a winning, yeah. winning battle. I suppose I, and that's what's crazy is that you can get away with having it because you didn't even, you know, you don't hurt anybody's feelings because it already existed. It already happened. It, yeah, it was really. Because like, I, I had written it and then it happened to me. So. I could write a, a romance wild. story about all my breakups, but no one would believe me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've had none. I, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I wish that was the case. Oh. Um, had the most preposterous breakup. <laughs> um, no, but when I did max out, I the opening scene. Yeah. Um, which was like me on a date with someone who was like wanting to marry me, and I was like, "This is a first date." What's See, going yeah, on no, here? I'm thinking but about that. that. Was That's lifted, what I'm thinking that about. That was lifted yes. from texts. Yes, like, I remember this. That I had received. See, I'm not too crazy. Yeah. No, but uh, of course people want to marry you, Max. Of you know, course, a mensch. A mensch. Yeah, uh, you would you wouldn't get it. You're Yiddish. not part of the community. I know. I'm. I'm a... <laughs> a little, I almost used a Yiddish word earlier, but I was like, no one's gonna get it if you use Mishigas. So oh, don't. I see. Yeah, it's, it's too bad. It's like my favorite Yiddish it's, word. That's very. That's a good one. That's yeah. A good one. We're gonna put that. That's gonna be the I'll, title I'll, of the I'll episode. Think, I'll, I'll think of my Mishigas favorite. With Max. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of my favorite Yiddish word. <laughs> Goyim. <laughs> no, I'll go chutzpah. <laughs> You didn't get it though. Goya means a non-Jew, uh-huh, that's so non-Jew. that's why I pointed at you. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Did you say chutzpah because uh, because of when I uh, the power I, of Christ compels you? <laughs> <laughs> you remember I told the the in high school I had the girl that came up to me, um, and she she says I've always been in love with you, 
<laughs> and and she, you said, what's and your I, name? I, I, no, she, said, she says, I, I've always been in love with you. And I, I said, listen, I'm so proud of you for admitting that. That took a lot of chutzpah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I am afraid I'm going to have to decline this time around. <laughs> that just reminded me of the funniest thing that happened to me on the street an hour oh, ago. No. Oh, no. I was with my best friend, and I was saying goodbye to her from dinner. And I was like, and I was like, now run away and never come back. And she goes, what's that from again? And I said, the Lion King. And this dude that's passing us goes, the Lion King. <laughs> he was so mad at her for not knowing it. It was so funny. <laughs> I hope that guy is just constantly walking up and down yeah, the street. Just, just looking for. Quotes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, he's from Thirty Rock. Right, that was excellent. And I'm imagining, I'm imagining from the Looney Tunes, 1932. <laughs> and that guy, that guy is me. <laughs> no, I imagined it was Billy Eichner when you said it. You know, I know, right? You would think it sounds well, like him. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Bros? I know bros. we're excited about it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm very excited about it. I think yeah. it's really it looks cool fun. that it's being, um, you know, released. In theaters too is really awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I mean, I I don't know anything more than anyone else. You know, sure. so I'm just excited to. Sit I know. In the I figured all you guys talked to one. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, the queer rom com group. Yeah, um, right. No, I mean the truth is that like I think one thing is that I want to kind of focus on how different our films are. Like my yeah. film and Fire Island and Bros and. Anything that comes after or yeah. comes before. I think, yeah. you know, it's interesting because we are going to be compared, but it's just because they're gay rom-coms. Right. And I think um, that we don't compare the, you know, 40 straight rom-coms that come out in a year. So I think it's yeah. just important it's that true. we no, kind of focus really on the fair. fact that uh, these movies are different from each other. And it's just really exciting that we all got a chance to tell something I, exciting. I have a feeling that people will... That people won't compare them if people were to watch them. I, I get that they're similar kind of premises, yeah. but you have your tone and style of the way that you've directed this yeah. is so it's very goofy and fun yes. and out there, and that's something that I I imagine maybe Bros could have benefited from. But um, but it's just I I imagine yeah, that's not like, where they know, went with it. It's what much I watched more with, standard. What I watched is that it feels like a very much like a Judd Apatow. Yeah, like train wreck type of feel, and that's really exciting. Yeah, I love those movies, and so, and also like the truth is that I fucking love Billy Eichner. Yeah, like, I'm one of three people Billy who watch all of Difficult People. So I was the uh, other second. I was the second the other, one. I watched every episode three. of Difficult yeah, it's People. Yeah, I, 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 I miss Billy on the Street so much. Yeah, it's fantastic. Billy on the Street. And so so fucking. Funny. I'm really <laughs> excited that Billy got the chance to do this. Um, and uh. Yeah, he's no clue great. who I am. But I, I <laughs> Billy, welcome to the podcast. podcast. <laughs> Billy, you're welcome to the podcast. He's your watcher. Yeah, he's her one watcher. <laughs> yeah. No, I did, however, sit next to him at dinner in Palm Springs like four weeks ago. Wow. But, okay. Yeah. So but he knows who you are. Myself. No, 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 we were at different tables. I was just like near him. I oh. think he knows who you are. Yeah. So I what I what I do imagine you'll be compared to is call me by your name. <laughs> yeah, right? No, I think that's one thing, honestly, though, that we were so or that I was so focused on mm -hmm. was that yeah. telling a happy story. A happy one. A happy gay yeah, story right. instead of one that's just so fucking sad. <laughs> and I do think in, in similar to the um newer gay movies that we just or mentioned, Fire yeah, Island yeah. and Bros. 
we were really focused on having the gay characters being played by gay people. And, yeah, uh, that's big. By, oh, yeah. um, you know, the queer characters being played by queer people. And so that was really important to me and um, really excited. And Joey is... Joey Polari, who is uh, my co-lead, was one of the leads of Love, Simon, too. And he is... Oh, perfect. Oh, he's cool. just a spectacular yeah. actor and human being. And I really lucked out. We were uh, actually working on something else. And I, oh, we right. were coming down um, to the wire with this. And I was just like, I need Joey to do this first. Yeah. And uh, luckily, he was down. So I know. The awesome. funny... The, yeah. the You know, Call Me By Your Name is definitely a, a gay rom-com. Yeah. If, you, if you think about it in the sense that Army Hammer is not Jewish or gay. <laughs> but Jew, where he walks around with that little Star of David on his neck. <laughs> yeah, true. True, true, um, They're all supposed to be Jewish in that movie. I don't think any of them are. Is, no, none of them. Timothy... Timothy... Is he I think, half? I think he's half Jewish. Is he half? I think he might be. I don't know. And, and He's from New York, so he might be. <laughs> he's, half, he's, half, he's half Jewish. Yeah. And Army Hammer, in his own words, is 100% cannibal. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there. I was gonna go there. I was gonna let it. <laughs> only because only because I started watching the documentary series about oh, him. Yeah, he's yeah. talking um, about it. He was talking about it. And I was talking about it earlier, and he uh, absolutely is in so much trouble. Oh yeah, <laughs> deplorable. But, but um, I, I, the joke that I was saying before is that I think the most egregious thing that he did um, is he calls everybody <laughs> kitten. <laughs> It's not, not the most, the most egregious <laughs> thing, buddy. <laughs> take a step back. I'll take a step back. To be yeah. fair, all the, all the, all the terrible stuff. That he, yeah, um, it's deeply upsetting. But it's one of the most egregious yeah. things. No. Uh, yeah, that's just like any anytime someone calls me buddy. Oh no! But do they call you buddy in like a sexual? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, do you guys do you like when someone calls you buddy as like a just like hey buddy? I drop bud a lot. Do you? Bud is a little better than buddy. I feel like you drop bud a lot. I I feel like you've only ever called me bud when you're mad at me, though. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what it is. That's condescending. That's that's what how bud can be used. It's like, listen, bud. It very well could be. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Upon further examination, sure. Uh, yeah. but, but you probably also did something wrong. I think I absolutely deserved it. You know, I was definitely yeah. a bud then. <laughs> you repeat a bud. Um, no, but I'm trying to think like. Um, I don't know, like, this, the kitten thing really disgusted that me. That is really yeah, upsetting. That was really Fucking terrible. Man. Yeah, and no, like, I ugh. don't like that whatsoever. Oh, and then the other, the other thing that he says, the other thing that he's, well, there's three things. So he says he says that all the time, and then he texts someone, which was, uh, I, I got a real kick out of watch, looking at it, but it, he, sa- he says, I want to get you, I want to get you off so much that when I, I can text you to come, and you come like a Pavlov dog. <laughs> <gasps> Break out the catnip. <laughs> it's just like yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, but the sad thing is, now start I to salivate. Only by your name again. I know. It's That's so what's sad. sad. It's like really colors that movie now. There's, um, there's really. It's a shame because it's a. It's, it's really something it's to upset every it's faction hilarious. of man. Yeah, it's such a good romantic comedy, and yeah. I can't watch it. No, it's gone forever. So sorry yeah. for you. Yeah, it's one of my bad. favorite Timmy, feel good movies. One of your good, favorite feel good movies. Only, yeah. only, only, only uh, <laughs> me. I can no longer call people kitten. <laughs> My last, my last. That's, gonna, that's I, the only way it affects you. you Got to change it. The cannibal stuff. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that's where that's my last thing with him because I've only seen one episode, and we'll, I'm sure I'll be talking about this for weeks. <laughs> Not on this podcast. But the the have you seen the text where he talks about? 
where like he I haven't seen comes the goddamn out. thing. Okay, so the text that he says that they have quoted, where he like comes out as a cannibal, is mm. he's texting he's texting some girl, and the line the line is verbatim. He says, "Oh, I'm a hundred percent a cannibal." Like he actually typed that out. That's what he types out and sends to her. And, but he did did he put the O at the yeah. top? He, he said, said oh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> and they put and they put it up the, on screen in the documentary, and they have like scary music and lights going up at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And it's just like, oh, buddy. <laughs> you have like someone playing Army Hammer at Halloween Horror Nights. I know. <laughs> it's like going up to people and calling them kittens. <laughs> Oh, it, it, it works because there's a bunch of girls in a cat costume. <laughs> no, it's not good. Yeah, it's, no, not it's not good. good. Yeah, our not army good. will have you on the podcast. Uh, army, <laughs> army, maybe we'll You're do not, a Zoom. That is so you a timeshare. You're yeah, not welcome. Maybe sir. we'll maybe we'll do a Zoom. With <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't he? Everybody thought he was selling <laughs> no, real it's estate. True. It wasn't. Is it true? It he really him. was. He was, he was selling timeshares in like. St. Bart's or something. St. Lucia. Timeshares are like the worst thing you could sell, too. <laughs> yeah. that's, like the, that's like the most despicable thing you could do to a person. <laughs> that's like a crisis in America. Have you heard? I like know, there are so many is. old people that get stuck in timeshares. <laughs> and they can't afford groceries. <laughs> Army Hammer's a monster. I was I was on the fence with Army Hammer. Cannibalism <laughs> <laughs> stuff wasn't done. He's selling timeshares. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh no, it's so sad. Hey, we're selling timeshares on our Teespring. Bells and whistles. Guys, I can't support that one. I'm a philanthropist. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of you. Uh, let's see, what are we at now? We're at 56. Um, only other, th- only other thing I like, little hot button issue that I had is I want if we wanted hot to talk about my hot shit. button issues. Yeah. I have a bullshit thing. If you want yeah, to what's your bullshit? Yeah. Well, I, I was at a, I had a family barbecue. Yeah, and okay. we were talking about, and I, th- I think Max, you might be a good person to weigh in. Yeah, we were talking about who the best American Idol is. Oh, that, the best American. That's easy. Is it easy? Yeah, it's 100%. It's Kelly Clarkson. I was about to say, is it not Kelly Clarkson? Or is it um, Adam, what's his face? Adam Levine didn't win. It's a a top two. No, but what's the. uh, Is the the top two Carrie Underwood? The second, yes. But it's not close because. It's so close. No, 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 no. (laughs) You're saying one of them is a a Trump supporter and the other isn't, so it's not close. Oh, that's probably fair. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying, like, what about the guy? Carrie Carrie's Underwood is Carrie Underwood's net worth is like double or triple Kelly Clarkson. But Kelly now has that talk show, so she's more famous than she's ever been. She did the voice. Max, I I I love Kelly. Kelly, you're welcome on the podcast. But the one thing I will say, daytime television. One thing I will say. One thing I will say though. Talent wise, Kelly blows her out of the water. Kelly's voice carries good. But I, watch, here's the thing. watch Kelly do a cover of anything. I'm, and she is insanely talented. I and tweeted, does it better than the own singer. Like I I will die on this hill. Kelly Clarkson is so good. First of all, I'm on your side. I had a tweet. I had a tweet and I think I, it might have been like twelfth grade. I tweeted uh, the two most powerful things on this earth. Number one, NyQuil. Two, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> and it's true. I'm, 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 I'm a Kelly Clarkson person, but it is close. It's a close. It's closer it's than closer you want to admit. Than people would think, but I still it, think. Also, the fact that Kelly was the first helps her. Sure. Because it like yeah. sets the bar. Sure. But I still think. I mean, if you look at just like her being the first and her having this kind of cultural impact that she did. I mean, cultural the, impact. You're getting into muddy waters. Carrie Underwood sings Monday Night Football. Right, but this 
This is what I'm talking about. My school favorite, Adam this, Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> was not, he didn't even win. I'm getting so heated about this, but what you're talking about with Carrie Underwood yeah. is a more specific demographic. She is way more famous to... My cousin was making the identical argument. And I hear wow. it, but that doesn't yeah. mean... It's like, but that's like... That's like saying Jim Thorpe is a better athlete than Michael Jordan. I'm just saying, if you put on, like, before he cheats in every room in America... Or if you put like since you've been gone, I think before he in, cheats, I don't wins. think so. I think before he cheats, I don't might think win. So. I, I don't before, know. I thought I genuinely. I thought before he cheats was written by Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm clear. Here's the thing. I won't that being said, I also thought since you've been gone was written by Dolly Parton. <laughs> Did you really? No. No. I don't know who sings anything, so I just assume it's Dolly Parton. <laughs> Dolly Parton sings everything. Lose Yourself by Dolly Parton. Lose Yourself by Dolly Parton. <laughs> X Gone Give It To You by Dolly Parton. Humbo number five by Dolly Parton. I hope you know who we ought to have on the podcast is Dolly, Dolly Parton. Parton. Is Dolly Parton's husband. Oh, yeah. I'm so interested in that. That guy's got nothing to say. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know a single thing about Dolly Parton. That's the whole bit. That's is a, that nobody, no one knows who he is. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah he's oh. just this guy. And honestly, Dolly apparently can go out in public and no one knows who she is. Because she doesn't have That's her makeup crazy. on. She doesn't have any so. of it. Yeah. And so she just goes out wow. with her husband and no one knows it's her. Which is honestly really cool. Like, that's how you, that's, that's how cool, you and yeah. me feel. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about this podcast. <laughs> I look like Dolly Parton when I go out. <laughs> um, all right, we should get into some questions in just a bit. The, uh, the, uh, my only other thing is, um, how do you feel about all this uh, this "Don't worry, darling" nonsense that's in the, that's on Twitter recently <laughs> with Harry Harry Styles I mean, like, spitting on Chris Pine? It's incredible. Like, I mean, it, it, I don't want to say too much because yeah. I'm, are you I'm part of? Like, are you involved? Am I involved? No, but I, I would like. There's some people in it who I really respect and would love to work with. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that being said, it's definitely the best like celebrity drama we've had in, in a while because yeah. it's really talented people <laughs> who are like fighting in a very public way in um in a very high profile setting. Yeah, and so yeah. and, and like it's all very. It cannot not be public. I'm so and so it is really fascinating. I'm, I'm eating it up. I love every yeah. little bit yeah, of it. Really. I, I, yeah. I, when, I will also yeah. say that like Florence Pugh to me is like so talented, and I've loved just the little hints of how she's responded without really responding. Yeah, yeah. Like uh -huh. I think it's brilliant. Like her stylist uh, made a caption of um, of her gown she wore to Venice, Miss Flow, yeah. which is what Olivia Wilde yeah. called her on that call to Shia LaBeouf and yeah. I just thought that was like the perfect that's little great. thing yeah, just like you know just a little, little thing just a little, just yeah. a little something it's because she really yeah. has first off she doesn't have the time to involve herself because yeah. she really is making Dune and then she's going to do I think her own thing. Uh, so she's she's one of the busiest right. actresses alive right yeah. now so she doesn't really have time to involve herself but I also think um, it's just the little ways that she's like yeah, maybe there's something here. Yeah, you know, I like that. Maybe there is. I like that. Yeah, I think I was, I was laughing earlier before yeah. when you said we said I don't want to say anything because I I, I would like to work with these people someday. Yeah, yeah. Because I realize I didn't realize until a couple days ago, last podcast, I straight up called Adam Scott ugly. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, and it wasn't just like a passing remark. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, I can't 
say that about people. So Adam, I would like to take this opportunity. I publicly Adam, apologize. Adam, I feel bad. I think he is. I thought he was ugly. You In severance, he had a bad haircut and he looked exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's kind of the thing. point. Yeah, I understand that. That's that's you're not saying he's ugly. Adam, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. In the show, you look very ugly. <laughs> and I think you know that. But <laughs> you, you know yourself, that. you're a handsome guy and yeah. I would love to work with you someday. Yeah. Yeah. I had to say that. I think that's great that we cleared that. No, I think it's good to, like, you know... Patricia Arquette, you were not very good in Severance, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I swear to God, I thought you were easy. Patricia Arquette, you were hideous. <laughs> no, you weren't very good. I wasn't impressed. But anyway, carry on. Are you serious? I didn't think she was that great. You didn't I like thought, her very I thought she was I doing, thought she was great. I thought she was doing a lot. I only watched the first episode, so I can't really oh, jump in. Oh, there you are. The truth is that I can only watch sitcoms these days. I only have the mind for it. I hear you. Life is too fucking serious. I, I have know. to just watch I, I, it. I would argue, numb. if you let yourself go with Severance, it is amazingly funny. It is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh -huh. it's very funny. But it's okay. it's weird and trippy. and It's, like, it's very weird. It makes you go, oh. Yeah. I, I'm not a big Patricia. We talked about this on the podcast before, but I, one of the things that I, I, I kept thinking about was um, when you're on boy, when you're on Boyhood and you're bad in Boyhood, which I think goes for. I thought every, she was okay in Boyhood. I, I just thought. I think I think just about everybody in Boyhood is is kind of. I thought Boyhood was bad. I thought it was a waste I, of a gimmick. I, I I'll go so far. I have maybe I have to go back and watch it again. But I do feel like I, I have remember less... liking it then. I haven't mm. seen it in years, but uh, I also haven't seen Birdman in years. So. Yeah, no, I guess so. Yeah. I haven't seen Birdman in years either. Um, yeah. But I, I, mean, I feel like thing, if you have like if these you're, movies that you know like come for out that everyone years. builds up to yeah. being the hugest movies of the year, I can't remember most of them the next year. Whiplash is the only one from that year that I was like. Yeah, Whiplash is great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Things like this. Yeah, things like this. Will, <laughs> no one's gonna forget that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, uh, why don't you got you got uh, some questions for him? You figure so? I think maybe we ought to figure. But you think it's a you think it's it's best for everybody, all parties. It's, it's I think it's certainly best for everybody. But is it right. is it healthy for all of Max us? Max Talisman. No. So we do a segment on this podcast. This is really for everybody at home. Uh, there's a website called Random Word Generator. They have a section called Random Question Generator. Okay. It lets me mm. type in the number ten and I press generate. Boom, I have 10 questions that I have not read before. Uh, <laughs> and your job is to answer them as truthfully, but as quickly as possible. It's as rapid, quickly, okay, got it. It's yeah. rapid fire. Okay, but it's it. uh, it's all. It often takes 10, 15 minutes to do. <laughs> okay, so it. there's really no currently, stakes. Currently, the world record on our show um, yeah. is 3 minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. But everybody else did it in like 25 minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I talk a lot, so I'm going to not... Three it's perfectly, and then yeah. also you'll find that Ephraim and I throw like follow up questions. I know. We'll okay. throw it's really, it's really deeply distract. unfair what we do to people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a game with rules that get changed, that, that get uh, broken by the administrators. Yeah. <laughs> That's our log line for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's my log line for life. Yeah, it's true. Wait, hold on. Let me check the U.S. Open scores, guys. Real oh, quick. Do it. Sure. We got to oh, know. Sure. Oh, Serena. 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 Serena's, Serena's gone. Serena's gone. Serena didn't. Serena. I was watching. Should uh, we talk about Serena? Her last match. I'm the biggest Serena fan in the I world. I know you are. I, I just I thought about this? you. Yeah. I, I was I was a huge tennis fan from ages like 13 to 17, uh -huh. and then I fell off a cliff. I was a huge Roger Federer guy. Yeah. And then I haven't really watched. I mean, if it was on the TV, I'd watch it. I I I was glued to the screen for yeah. Serena's last match. Absolutely glued to the screen. Yeah. She, it's she has nothing left in the tank. Well, this is what I think. I think I don't necessarily agree with that. Actually, well, I'll say this: she, what the match finished, she was up twelve aces to one or something. Yeah, she's dominant with fucking. Well, this that is shit. what I would say about like 
which you mentioned, nothing left in the tank, was that two weeks before the U.S. Open, she lost a match 6-4-6-love. Six, six, uh, and then she worked really fucking hard, and she came back and won two matches and almost won a third. Yeah, so I think she actually has the ability, to, if she wanted to, but that's the to thing. go back one more year. But I do... It's the endurance and mobility. She was I up, think she could She was up. She was up. The second year. set, she was up 4-1 four, four, four to one in the second set? Yeah, but she still won that set. No, the second set. Yeah, she won the second set. No, she didn't. She did 7-6. She won it in a tiebreak. No, she won the first set. She lost the first set. She won the second set. She was up one break in the first set. Oh, she was amazing. up 5-3. She lost 7-5. And then she won the second set. The, seven, her six, last match, her final match yeah, against, against Tom, Ilya. Tom yeah. Ooh, I might challenge you. Look up the score. I might challenge you. Hold on. You guys see the new Pokemon trailer? Hold on. <laughs> I didn't know. Serena. Just look up Serena Williams. The score will show up. I'm excited for Grafai. <laughs> she did win the second set. Wow, yeah, I gave up. I did go to a bar. <laughs> yeah, she won the second set. And then, and then, then in the swept. third set, she she did get tired, but it was a yeah. three-hour match. No, yeah, no, she was And burnt. she saved six match points before losing with winners. And yeah. that's the thing. This is what I, like. This I eat my hat. Why, I eat my hat. This is the reason why I, Serena is like genuinely the biggest inspiration in my life because she does ne- she never gives up. Yeah. And also she she showed everyone that emotion gives you strength. It doesn't yeah. make you weak. It, gives, yeah. it makes you strong. Yeah. And that's why she's so powerful. She showed you that uh, wearing your emotions on your sleeves only makes you a better competitor in every way. Man, Serena. What if yeah. all what if all well, the questions are about the scores of Serena's game? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you honestly, if you bring up any score from a Serena Grand Slam final, I would probably know it. I think I would know it. Yeah. What was uh, wait, So wait, what, what was the who, one was what year the was what how about this one? <laughs> Which one was time? what was the year she won on the challenge against uh, Venus in the US Open? Or wait, no, or did Venus win that one? Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? She, she played won, Venus. She won a U- she won a U.S. Open on a challenge. Oh, that was Venus in the quarterfinals. It was in the quarterfinals? It was in the quarterfinals. Goes to yeah. show, man. It was, um, and I'm she won 7-6, seven, 7-6. Six, seven, six. It was in um, 2008. God damn. And everyone should watch it. That is their best match they ever played. Serena so saved something like eight set points in the two sets. It was insane. There you are. Tennis is your number one sport. Oh, by far. But I love yeah. sports. I just literally on the way here did a fantasy football draft. You did? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't do fantasy football for whatever I, reason. I normally, I didn't last year, but I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, you missed it. <laughs> I missed fantasy football. Who am I? And you're, are, are, you identify as a Ravens fan? No, I'm a Commanders fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Commanders because fan, but I'm also an Orioles uh, fan, and I know that's you're an why Orioles that fan. Yankees thing is like making me. No, yeah, I'm a, I'm, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, are you a bootleg like Wizards? No, you're a Lakers fan. I'm a Lakers fan. You're a Lakers fan. I'm a Lakers, Lakers fan. fan. I'm a LeBron fan. So like anywhere he goes, I'm, but I do think since I live in LA, I'll probably stay with the Lakers. Okay. Yeah. I like. Just the makes Lakers. it easier. I like the Lakers, but I'm a Knicks and also fan. I'm I'm friends with Diane Cannon, who is like one of the biggest celebrity Laker fans. Yeah. And so um, that's pretty cool because we get to text about the Lakers. Do you want them to trade Russell Westbrook? This is not interesting for you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's interesting. Someone who's watching this somebody, is finding somebody, this interesting. Somebody, yeah. Are you interested? I, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think the obvious answer is yes, but I also think Russell Westbrook is the type of person who could just be pissed off and have a great season. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I want the Knicks to trade for Russell. I want you want you want him. Uh, I want I want him and at least one of your first round picks. <laughs> I want him and, and a first round pick. You're and, not gonna take Tht. Tht is on the traded to the Jazz. He's on the Utah Jazz. You get you got you got Pat Beverly now. The fact that I have to root for Pat Beverly is like so painful. I I oh, Pat Beverly is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the questions. Okay. Well, Max, you and I will start our own basketball podcast. Sounds good. <laughs> okay, I said the rules before. Uh, rewind and rewatch them again. Uh, Max Talisman. Yes. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just don't ask me anything political. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I think your audience would be fine with what I have to say politically. <laughs> it's not going to be shocking. <laughs> What's your take on the Ukraine? Con- no. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Oh, wait, no, edit. edit. <laughs> you ask me at the same time? No. At the end, you your time ends when you answer the 10th questions and you hit that bell. You hit the little bell. Oh, the bell. Oh. Got it. Yeah. Okay. okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. What's an example of when you change your mind? I don't know. Um, I I was not looking forward to this podcast. Yeah, right. No, I um I changed my mind when I um decided to go for things like this instead of the TV show. I guess when I decided to put all my eggs into the film. A bit of a throwaway, but I'll take it. <laughs> I'll accept it. I mean, it. like, what uh, do you want? Like, when I was literally, I changed my mind today when I exactly. wanted a salad well, you know, and said I got pasta. I used to want I used to want to be a firefighter. <laughs> How would you describe someone who is wealthy? Oh, wait, actually going back to that one. Oh. I changed my mind when I went to film instead of doing theater. That's oh, there you go. That's a big there one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's the big one. Add, add, subtract 10 seconds. I'm not going to do anything. How would you describe someone who is wealthy? <laughs> Max Talent. <laughs> um, how would I describe them? I mean, hopefully they worked hard for it, and hopefully they give back. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, it's tough to say, like, how would you describe them? But I would hope that they are a philanthropist. There you go. That's a great one. That's good. That's yeah. a, that's yeah. a good Buy your T-shirt today. Yeah. <laughs> are there any words that you simply can't stand? Buddy. We talked about this a little bit ago. Buddy. I hate it. I hate being called buddy. Sorry, That's buddy. Good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> what do you consider? What do you consider the most difficult food to eat? The most difficult food to eat? <laughs> something I don't yes. like. Probably. <laughs> like a, I don't know. Something I don't like. Like asparagus. Asparagus. Yeah, I don't like Why it. Why don't you like asparagus, huh? Because it makes you <laughs> be smelly. No, because it's worse than all the other green vegetables. It just tastes worse. It, it does taste pretty bad. It's just not good. Brussels sprouts, too. They're gross. Oh, no. I like asparagus and Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Buddies. <laughs> What's the best compliment you ever received? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I, the best compliment I ever received was... During the first week of filming, my one of the producers came up to me and she said, "People are really like happy and impressed with your work," and that meant a lot to me. That's wow. dope. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the luckiest person you know? Me. Not not because like I always get a great parking space. I'm that kind of person. Like I always get a great parking space. I've never lost money at a casino. Really? Wow. Only, I really? Hit, last time I was are in you Palm gambling? Springs, I got jackpot. Like I'm. I'm a lucky person, yeah. You now I understand you, you, you how go, you funded things like this. <laughs> yeah, I won jackpot. You go to a casino how many times a year? 
Um, probably one or two times a year, not much. Gotta, we gotta start going to casinos. Yeah, really casinos start are fun though. Like, I bet there will be ones that crash. All the time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never. I the first time I went to Atlantic City, I won four hundred bucks. And the next yeah. time I went back, I won six hundred. Then I went to Vegas for the first time, I won nine hundred. And then when I was just in Palm Springs, I won fourteen hundred dollars. So, uh, so what? You figure you're gonna go to a casino in some in, in like ten years? In 2042, I will win like you're gonna win two million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what is the next thing you have on your? What is the next thing you have on your to buy list? The next to thing. buy list. Yeah. So. Next purchase. Uh, a house. A house. Where? A house. You're not gonna apartment. buy anything before you buy a house. <laughs> well, it's like what? No, no I what understand. You, okay. next, like, like, what do I want to yeah, buy? That you budget for? Yeah, okay. that I budget for. It's like I want a house, probably yeah. in LA. Um, probably in um, you know, like WeHo, I, or probably I would want Silver Lake. Yeah. Silver yeah. Lake. Yeah. Silver Lake, baby. Yeah. Uh, have you ever let someone else get punished for something you did? No, but my sister did for years. To she, you. You to me. She would. Um, <laughs> This is evil, guys. This is evil. She so I used to sneak food as a kid because I love chocolate. Uh huh. And sure. so for years, she would sneak chocolate icing with a spoon, and then I would get blamed for it, and she would just let it go. Are you she fucking just with let me? Me get for eating chocolate icing that I didn't eat and she ate. That is well. Did you ever? Did you ever uh, set the record straight? I didn't know what happened until years later. I was like, I'm not eating it. I swear. And my <laughs> sister's just so nice and cute. She's like, like I didn't imagine she was throwing me under the bus. A couple of little elves coming yeah. in and blaming you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is the assumption that people make about you that's totally wrong? Honestly, that I don't like sports. Oh, that's fair. Really? Yeah, people assume I guess... that I don't know anything or like sports, and I love sports. That's and fair. I grew up with sports, so that's fair. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. I'll say this: somebody commented on one of our videos that Ephraim looks like Pau Gasol. <laughs> I <laughs> said that. Weird. Like, if you had like a beard, it looks like Pau Gasol, kind of. Look at Pau Gasol. Last question: If you had to change the language you speak, which would you choose? I mean, probably Spanish because it's like the most widely used, but also Italian because it's the prettiest language to me. It's true. Stop the time. Woo! Stop the time. Nice it, talisman, it, ladies and gentlemen. It. Give me a whistle. No, stop. Give me a whistle. I'm Give me a whistle. Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Give he the whistle. Who wants to know who Pau Gasol is? <laughs> that was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. I want you guys to understand at home, this is so much harder than it looks. <laughs> Would you believe? I was here alone in my apartment trying to do it, and it's difficult. <laughs> there you go. Right, there fucking you go. talisman. Woo! All right. You clocked in at exactly five minutes and 20 seconds. I say that puts you somewhere in the top 15. I, okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. That's not not bad. Than nothing. Yeah, no, that's not bad. Good. That's not bad. Good. This is going to be episode like 31 or 32 or something. Yeah. No, I think, and, yeah. and you like really kind of, you said, you set yourself up that you were going to be a long, a long I thought haul, it would and, be longer. Yeah. And that yeah. Was no, good. Those questions weren't super hard. No, no, they're no, not. No. They're never that hard. Yeah. They're never like, no, you know, sometimes <laughs> they get, sometimes they get in like, you know, what's your, what's your biggest regret? Yeah, we <laughs> have a couple of those. <laughs> like, are you afraid of death? <laughs> no, it's like, but no, sometimes they Paul, fucking, yeah. are you Pau Gasol. P-A-U Gasol. Paul. Pau Gasol. Yeah. Yeah, no, that does look like me. It looks like, yeah. It yeah. looks like me. Pau Gasol. Yeah. Pau Gasol. I was impressed. I, I liked the comment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take that. I'll sign up for that. Yeah. Huh? Seems like a handsome man.
He's seems a like a good guy, guy to he's be. He's a tall dude. Uh-huh. Well, he's tall. Not me. Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. He's, hey, he's sounds from, like me. Yeah. You are? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. All right, all right. Well, we're we're now we're now uh, we're what elbow deep into this podcast. Elbow deep, we're palpating it. Um, so what we got to do is now we got to get we got to get you doing a couple of shout outs and and you know pitching. Mm-hmm. Tell us what tell the people out there where to follow you, what to look at, all those things. But don't do it yet. We don't make it that easy because we don't make it that easy. Okay. What we like to do on the show um, is normally what we do. We'll give you a little, uh, a couple of different options. Um, but where you, you know, I you'll think have you a, really a little, only have one. A because little I have theme. a weird story. Yeah, we, we'll have a little theme and all this stuff of of making people do it, uh, do their pitches in a particular way, whether it be an accent or Doing an impersonation or something like that. Yeah, or what we always kind of offer them is we offer them the chance to sing their pitches. Oh fuck! Sing their pitches oh, yeah. to a song. And you, um, that, uh, that Ryan you, will play. And I won't say that you have to do the singing option, but but I have, this is like the, this might be like the weirdest story you ever heard. Okay. I was learning. <laughs> to, I was learning to play guitar. It was like my COVID, my quarantine thing. Uh huh. And I saw you did a cover video of you did a cover of "Lips of an Angel" by Hinder. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And I was like, "Lips of an Angel" by Hinder, and it was if not. One, it was the second song that I ever learned. Really? And That's whenever I wild. and whenever I get shit faced with my friends, it's the biggest hit. <laughs> yeah, no, it is a crowd pleaser. It's a crowd pleaser. Uh-huh. So yeah. I I I owe you this <laughs> to force you to pitch sing <laughs> to, lip, to lips of an angel by Hinder. I owe you this, and you owe me this. <laughs> Are you gonna get your guitar? Yeah, he's gonna go. Okay, get but it. I don't think I did it in the original key. Fuck! It's a lot of pressure. No, yeah. First of all, hardly anybody's ever good at this, so there's no, there's no, um, there's no pressure. It's not supposed to be good. It's just supposed to be a fun little time. And if you don't want to do it, um, uh, I'll say it. (laughs) But nobody wants to see that. Yes. Of an angel. Because didn't you, you also sang it where it was kind of like, it felt a little classical or something, how well, you I did mean, it. I mean, listen, yeah. I'm a musical theater singer, Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah. I'm not going to sing pop songs the way they're meant to be. Yeah, but I kind of, I think it kind of sounded a little better that way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. The ballad version of... Yeah, always. Lips of an angel. All right. Okay, so what am I supposed to, to talk about? Just like, where to follow me? Yeah. Instagram. Well, you have to fill time until the end of the first chorus. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a long time. It's uh, shorter than you think. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm gonna try. Okay. If if it sucks, can we get another take? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have drinking more of that. <laughs> Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. What if instead we just sing Lips of an Angel and then I did it after? 
Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Okay, cool. I am interested in seeing this. This is going to be a little weird for, this, for the this, home. This does intrigue me. It does, but this is a special instance. <laughs> this, gets my, this gets my rocks off. I never would have learned Lips of an Angel had it not been uh -huh. for Yeah, of, so there we go. So yeah. let's, we'll give it a little, and look, if you need to, you've got the capo, maybe we could just bring it up a key or two if you if No, you I, think, I think I'm going to be okay. Okay. We'll see, though. <laughs> it's going to be funny because Ethan doesn't know the word. I don't. Only why you <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we might... Yeah, okay, I'll try. My baritone has to try again. Honey, why you calling me so late? It's kind of hard to talk right now. This is going so much better than it does. Honey, why you crying? Is everything okay? Gotta whisper cause I can't be too loud Well, my girl's in the next room Sometimes I wish she was you I guess we never really moved on uh, Here we go oh. It's really good to hear your voice oh. Saying my name, it sounds so sweet from the lips of an angel Hearing those words It makes me weak Ooh. And I Never want to say goodbye But girl You make it hard To be faithful With the lips of an angel <laughs> That was definitely higher <laughs> Oh! But you made it work! I tried! That's not bad at all! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> While you were doing it, I, I was trying to think of rhymes that you could have done for the oh, Max, yeah, the I, Max I show. Thinking, but like, yeah. The thing is, I all my socials are in one place. Yeah. So that's why it was like, when he said until the second chorus, or the first chorus, I was like, there's no way in hell. <laughs> there's no way, just because I am the same everywhere. And it's well, just at the Max T Show on Instagram. On Twitter. Tell them, tell them, tell them. Oh, where are they yeah, there? They're over there, yeah. Is that my camera? That's, That's your camera. camera. Okay. The whole yeah. time. Um, it's uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and it. TikTok, but I don't really use TikTok, but uh, oh. at the Max T Show. But actually, if you are on TikTok, send me funny things, please. Yeah. I want to watch things that make me laugh. Send so. Bellhop. If you want to follow me, <laughs> it's God, the Max T Show. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just uh, the Max T Show, and also um, you can follow at things like this movie on Instagram for all follow updates it. for uh, the movie, and uh, it's things like this M on Twitter. Things like this M. Yeah. Okay. On Twitter. That M. On all the Twitter. links always in the description down below. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey. Uh, hey. By, by the way, uh, do everything he said, but more importantly, <laughs> 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 no, it's the second most important thing after doing yeah. all his all his things. Uh, we have a uh, we have a merch store for real that you can actually support us. Every you know every T-shirt, whoever you buy, we get a couple bucks. And also, if you've made it this far in the YouTube video, it's very important. Really, out of like. You Come really, on. if you throw us a like, it really helps us out. And if you don't, if you made it this far, <laughs> like. You <laughs> <laughs> made it this far. Ma, don't forget to like. <laughs> uh, and then also, if you haven't subscribed already, uh, you know. 
come on. <laughs> come on, <laughs> Come please. on, what are you waiting for? Uh, follow us on all the social medias, but yeah. more importantly, if you're listening on any app, uh, any audio things, whether it's Apple or Spotify yeah. or Google or give whatever, press any and all uh, buttons available to you. Yeah, five, stars, five stars, right? Five stars, review would be fucking nice. Uh, nice. If you want some other videos, if we you have want some other videos, go check out Three Ways to Survive on YouTube. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> on MySpace. On MySpace. Go check out our other channel, Three Ways to Survive. It stars me, Ryan Quigley, and a little-known actress, uh, uh, Gus Burney. I still don't know who that is. You never heard of her. <laughs> never heard of her. Actually, little-known, unfortunately. Yeah. And hey, if you don't like that, go check out our other other channel. It's got some uh, video game stuff on there. It's called uh, another fucking Let's Play. Another bleeping. Let's play know, if you're bleeping, Mormon. Yeah, if you're if you're a little scared of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a little bitch. If you're a, little, <laughs> if you're a fucking loser. <laughs> Go sure. check those out. I think there's maybe what, like five minutes of one video on there. <laughs> it's real. We have we have like seven hours of footage. How many a fucking channels? Do you uh, we have twenty three. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> we have twenty three, and we have a cumul- <laughs> We have a combined uh, number of twelve subscribers. <laughs> we have twelve subscribers. We're gonna start a new channel where we review children's toys. <laughs> Just, I have this vision of like you having a channel of like Ephraim just reviewing candles. <laughs> I, I take it so seriously too. Exactly. I'm like, this one's I actually very good. Oak. Yeah, I smell. <laughs> Max Talisman. Cedar. Max Talisman. I have one final question. I, yeah. I think we should start doing one fight, like a final yeah, goodbye final question. question. I imagine that when you were a kid, you would have really loved. To have a Max Talisman on TV or you know on the on the movie screen for you to look up to. Yeah. One, who was the closest thing to your Max Talisman, and two, what would you Why as Max Talisman? <laughs> shut the fuck up! I'm trying to be heartfelt. What would you as Max Talisman now say to all the little Max Talismans at home? I mean, I think the biggest thing is that uh, you're incredibly special. Like your people want to hear from you. Um, people are excited to see what you have to say and uh, what you have to show to the world. Um, people I looked up to when I was younger, um, I mean, I mentioned Serena, which is a huge one. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's in a in a different but very public way. She, you know, came up against a lot of um, being called other, you know, and being looked at um, in a different way and being... Uh, looked at with a magnifying glass because she was different than the norm. And um, I think she showed that you can persevere and never give up with grace and with uh, passion. And uh, she was the one who really showed me that, like, passion is the way to move forward. Like, if you don't love what you're doing, you shouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, she's a major one. And also, I would say, honestly, that the Tony Awards every year were oh, huge cool. for young me. I think oh. the Oscars and um, the Emmys and all of that were at least back when I was young because <laughs> it was years ago. And I, it was a far less open thing if people were gay yeah. and, um, or if they were the first major celebrity in that way to come out was like Neil Patrick Harris. And that yeah. was like in like 2008 or 2007, I think. And I was already, you know, in middle school or high school. So something that was really formative for me was like seeing Alan Cumming in Cabaret on the Tony Awards was like yeah. huge. And yeah. like just seeing people huge like Jack, expressing man. themselves. Well, he's straight. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Palgasol. No, but just seeing, you know, people express themselves on the Tony Awards was something that was really special mm. and I think has now started to translate more into the Oscars and Emmys, but just didn't exist in that time. And so for me, the Tony Awards was kind of like safe haven of once a year, you know, yeah. seeing really exceptional artists. Dope. Cool. Yeah. That's great. And now you can see it every week on the your, the Bells and Whistles podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Max Talisman, I love you, buddy. Love you guys. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Uh, you're incredibly talented. I can't wait to see what happens next. Uh, you're welcome back any fucking time. I hope it's not another six years before the next time I see you. I hope so, too. Um, and well, I, hopefully I, I'll see you this week if you want to see a screening. Hit me the fuck up. You gotta let me. Yeah. I, it's I, good I, to you gotta go so I, I can hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have to sign an NDA. Uh, so yeah. He really, he really, you. he literally can't. He will not okay, be able wow. To tell you. <laughs> Look at that. Jeez. Unless you subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> no, nah, man, I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait. Well, fucking done. Well done. Uh, you. <laughs> good, good show. <laughs> Stepping time. Jolly good. Good joke. Uh, final word. Final word. Um, I mean, thanks for having me. This was an absolute blast. I normally hey. hate doing podcasts, but it's nice to get to do them with your friends. Yeah. And so it was actually an enjoyable time. And um, <laughs> I would love to come back anytime. This was dope. Yeah, we'll, we'll have maybe. you on again. And someday. everyone go see things like this whenever it comes out. Yeah, do it, baby. Do yeah. it. It's on its yeah. way. Yeah. It's on its way very soon. Uh -huh. Within the next year. So. Sounds good to me. Yeah. You got anything to say? Oh, I, 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 things like this, I just can't wait for the oh. sequel. Things like that. <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did, that's the thing. Last thing, actually. I would like a poll from all your watchers. Oh, you don't want that. Your moms, yeah. I want to know what they think about what the third one should be. So things like this, things like that. What's the third one? You have to complete a sequel, but I can't imagine what it would be. Because things like this and things like that are obvious. Uh huh. So things like this. I mean, like there's that. an easy there's an easy answer. What? Uh -huh. Things unlike this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it's things like. You gotta do things gotta like do this, things like, things like that, and things like those. Well, it could be Tyler. Things like those, uh -huh. I guess. It could be Tyler Perry's things like this. <laughs> Tyler Perry's things like this, like that, like this, like this, yeah. like that. My uh, favorite Tyler Perry fact. I don't know if we're still going. My yeah, favorite Tyler Perry fact is that he has a play. Called I, Tyler Perry's I Can Do Bad All By Myself. And yeah. A movie oh, yeah. Called Tyler Perry's I Can Do Bad All By Myself. And they are not the same whatsoever. <laughs> they're completely they're different plots. They're not. I've only seen one, but I know different. the other one is wrong. Yeah, they're completely different. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And they both did great all by themselves. Uh, thanks for watching, gang. And as always. <laughs> thanks for watching, Tyler Perry. Do it the other way. Do it the other way. I'm going to get it one time. Do it the other way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.